Would you rather lose an arm or never have ice cream again? Lose an arm? <laughs> You're lying! <laughs> A sleepwalking gorilla. People, people that have feet that aren't all screwed up. Are you okay? Are you alright? Oops. What was that? I don't know. What is going on, everybody? We are back, and we have episode number 70. Oh, yeah. you now. Um, it's a little bit overdue, but, I mean, what else is new? If you're a fan of the Shack Radio, you're, you're – you're, in it for the long haul, you're rolling with the punches. We release ups, episodes, downs, we don't release episodes. You know, it's it's all over the place. But I was listening to our last episode, episode 69, and I gotta say, might not be a popular opinion, but the audio is better when we're on Zoom. I think so too. It was just it was quiet. It didn't quite sound right. My dad, I guess thought I could have fixed. My dad said that he was walking and you had coughed at one point. Yeah. And it scared the shit out of him. <laughs> I, well, I, I haven't listened to, I listened to like a, a minute or two just to see what it sounded like. And then that was it. Yeah. I don't listen back, you know? Well, uh, Mike's dad, I apologize. I mean, I guess they know your last name, so it doesn't really matter, but I apologize for scaring the shit out of you when you were walking. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't uh, happen now. But that's the good thing about these mics is like they, I think they're able to remove that kind of, you know, yeah, the the snap sound, the, the like, all of a sudden sounds they can like kind of pop, the they pop, pop. What's it called? Uh, they they uh, flatten the curve, if you will, to oh, be oh, to be uh, <laughs> yeah, to be uh, current with the times. Um, yeah, yeah, they lessen the crescendo of sound. I don't know if that's right, but it sounds so. good. Uh, anyways, in recent Anywho. news, obviously we haven't recorded since uh, the, the biggest last time event we were together. <laughs> um, one, not the big. Yes, the biggest event in America. I moved. I'm now in Virginia Beach. America sure. has been waiting for this update. Frankly. It has been. Days on, on days of waiting just and just waiting. Anxiety and just chomping at the bit. I was looking for like an idiom to use. I don't even know if idiom is the right idiom. word. Okay. Chomping at the bit. Is that, it's a phrase. I don't know. And we'll get to that later. Phrases. But um, yeah, so I moved. I'm now in Virginia Beach. I'm all moved in. Oh. I have What's moved the weather like way. down there? Nice. It got up to uh, like 76 today. Do they have fall? Is it going to be? They do. do. Have- it is fall here, which is nice. That's good. It gets cold at night, and I live on the bottom floor, uh, so I live in like a condo now. Oh, look at you. Of, I'm, in a good, I'm in a great neighborhood. That's so good. It, it's weird seeing families and, and normal people and kids walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm used to uh, hoodlums and and – uh, people of the night walking around <laughs> my home uh, and being theft. nervous about being if theft being broken into. Now I don't even have to think about that. This yep. is a, a family family centric neighborhood. You should have seen on Halloween night. Oh my really? god! 
The you had a lot of trick-or-treaters. So many kids. Well, none of them came to my door, thankfully, because I didn't have shit for those little kids. But you didn't buy anything for the hell children? No. So I got down here on Halloween, and I rolled in here at like 5 How did they know not to go to your house? I think if you were participating, so that we get a newsletter for the neighborhood now, too. Oh, boy. We just got one. You, You're I'm like sure really you a grown-up now. I'm sure you can imagine the the shade that gets thrown in those newsletters. It's one of those that's like, oh, Mr. Johnson, uh, people have been uh, – let's, let's make sure that we all put our trash cans away the day uh, after the trash comes to get them. Oh, wow. Like the way Do you have a looks. homeowner's association type of thing? I have no idea. I haven't been contacted by anybody. I don't know. We're just – so it's been, I think uh, – uh, it's been a little over a week now. It's been a week and like a couple of days that I've been here. Hmm. Another reason why we've been, you know, why we're delayed. I've been busy moving things yeah, in. Yeah, but I'm yeah. Like, it's, it's totally been busy. moved in now. It's crazy. Just quickly, I'll say it's crazy all the shit that you got to buy when you move into a new house. <laughs> it's insane. You don't think about half the stuff you use in your house. Until it's not there, and you're like, oh, shit, I want to throw this away, but I don't have a trash can. Oh. Oh, shit, I want to get a, a, a glass of milk, and I don't have any glasses. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's which I had glasses, thankfully. But it's things like that. I can't sit on the couch. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have any of my furniture. I don't have here. a couch. <laughs> I didn't have any of my furniture in here until Monday. I feel like so, a couch is. Pretty... <laughs> like I, I understand. Like, oh crap! I need a measuring cup. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Like, oh, I want to sit on the couch. Oh, I don't have a couch. <laughs> I feel like that's a big. You see yeah. that one? Yeah, that one. You, that one you, stands out. It's not a good example because you you could easily think of it. Yeah. Well, little things like that. Like I, I wanted to, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, I bought a shower curtain. And so I bought the shower curtain, which goes on the outside and the shower liner, which goes in the mm-hmm. inside plastic. And you didn't buy the hoops, did you? No, I didn't buy the hoops. Did I tell you this? Was I talking no, about this? Okay. I just assumed. Well, I forget who I was telling this story to, but the shower liner packaging said, 12 metal grommets included big on the thing that's just the rings i didn't know into it. what a grommet was i didn't oh, even think of it Jacob. i was like what metal thing could they be including other than the hoops the the hooks no no so, the hooks the hooks <laughs> they did not i did not have the hooks i had my my roommate who's here now um I had him go get the hooks because he was already out at the store when I found out my blunder. So now I have the hooks and I bought a new shower head because the shower head was terrible. I feel like Bob the Builder, if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen this. I I mounted blinds in my room. Look at you. I drilled holes with my drill to put the screws in. Oh. I mounted a TV. Oh. Yeah, the TV. Oh, the TV from the shack. I still got it, and Which I one? mounted it. the The sharp one, the one that was on our wall. 
The one from my house. The one from your house, yeah. Oh no shit, that TV yeah. has been a lot of places. <laughs> it has. It came down it's with a traveled the country. Yeah. It's gone a long ways. Because it has like that whole mounting thing and two by fours, right? Yeah. And I went to Home Depot. Also, I got to say, I'm feeling very old because I was in Home Depot today. Oh boy. And now when I go into Home Depot, all I can think about is like, oh, it would be so cool to have my own house and do and like I own it and I can put work into it and make it nice using these thing all these things at Home Depot that are available like I got I got was excited walking around like oh that would be cool if I did that yeah but like yeah went to Home Depot bought the blinds had them cut the blinds after I measured how big the thing look how look how nice these blinds fit look at the Look at the fitting. Oh, look at that. Oh, there's barely any space on the side. Oh, you see that? Oh, them shits are, are fish. Yeah. Which the lady that cut them for me thought I was a complete idiot. <laughs> she was like, how long do they need to be? I was like, well, I measured and it was, it was uh 60 or 55. So I think we should probably do 54. And she was like, did you measure the inside or the outside? But thank God I took a picture of the measurement and she was like, okay, I was about to cut them wrong for you. You should have just showed me the picture. <laughs> I but guess uh, anyways, or, or, or uh, blind cutters are not very happy. At, at she did not seem pleased to be dealing with me to put it, to put it nicely. She was like, she sounded like uh, English was probably her, I think her second language. Her first was, uh, I can only guess, like Russian okay. or uh, some some cold European country okay. where they don't have a Former lot of joy. Soviet. Where they don't have, a, maybe Slovenia. Okay. People are not happy in Slovenia, I can tell you that. <laughs> so I think it was one of those places she was like, you're coming to me. You're bought because I had to bother her to get her to cut these blinds. So she was not. I was, and I didn't even really know if she knew. She glanced at the picture that I took of the measurement, like for one second, and then it didn't. I'm still cracking up at the cold European countries where no one's happy. They're not. They're There's not. not much joy there. Didn't I tell? I think I told the story on. Yeah, here. you've told the, it on here. The person in Slovenia that was on the news and. They're like, you're not a, we're not a happy people. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's so sad. Something like that. You just everybody's everybody's angry. Can you imagine just being like, yeah, no, we're not happy. No <laughs> one's happy. <laughs> it's cold. You're known. Like we that's what like you say. Describe your your culture in one sentence. We are not happy. Unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad unhappy and wanting to leave speaking of cultures and people we just went through an election 2020 obviously is an election year this was a a big election yeah one of the most pandemic divided elections i've ever heard of but to be honest only really the second one that i ever really even paid attention to Mm -hmm. the number the most and the second most uh votes cast for a candidate ever which i think has a lot to do with the fact that because of the coronavirus a lot of states made it easier to vote more early voting you had the ability to 
request a mail-in ballot where you wouldn't have been able to without a reason in the past. So I think that that has a lot to do with voter turnout. But uh, as of right now, um, looks like it'll be this way. Joe Biden is the projected winner of the 2020 presidential election, which means that January 20th, Inauguration Day, per the United States Constitution, he will be sworn in as president of the United States. What are the electoral – do you know what the votes are right now, the electoral votes? Well, see, it's hard because they haven't – it depends what station, you know, what news outlet you're using for declared. Right. Who, who's, who's calling <clears throat> states. So if you don't call Arizona and you call Pennsylvania and you call Nevada, then Joe Biden has 279 electoral votes. Okay. See, that's what's so strange to me. Like, I, when I was leaving here on Friday, I like just quickly checked my phone um, because there was a plumbing guy coming, so I had to wait mm-hmm. for <clears throat> wait to leave. Which that's a funny story, but maybe I'll save it for another time. Okay. Um, I was checking my phone, and a news article popped up that was like, "Joe uh, Kamala Harris, first female vice president." And I was like what and this article just like on friday morning at like 9 a.m was like oh joe biden's gonna be the president yeah i mean at that point it was kind of clear which direction the votes outstanding in pennsylvania were going because most of the trump supporters voted in person in pennsylvania right of the biden supporters um voted by mail and voted before election day which is what all those ballots that were getting counted were Right. Um, so what was left, they could kind of surmise that, okay, you know, this Joe Biden took the lead with, with votes that were cast and sent and received before election day. And right. then they were getting counted and they were just going up. So it was kind of looked clear that way, but there was still so much outstanding that you can't really project a winner until you get down to a negligible amount of votes left. Right. Obviously you count all of them, but once you get to a point where if they all went one way, it still wouldn't change the outcome. That's when you can call state. If the percentage left. Which is why it was weird that Fox news and AP called Arizona when they did, but it looks like right now Joe Biden might still hold on to his lead in Arizona and would carry Arizona as well as Georgia, Georgia, Wisconsin. They're all going to recounts because of the close margin, which is standard. Um, They had a free count in Wisconsin in 2016 uh it changed yeah. 316 votes <laughs> yeah so uh so and these are you know tens of 20s of thousands of vote margins in what's some cases hundreds that, what's the word that matt uses for very very small and insignificant uh trivial yeah, maybe i was thinking of uh, maybe i know what you're talking about that. and i don't think it's trivial but i don't it's <sighs> not not trivial. I don't know what he says. It's not infinitesimal. Uh, I don't think either. that's a word. I don't think Yeah, infinitesimal is It's the... infinitesimal, I think. I think it's infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. I, actually, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I think we might <laughs> both be wrong, but I don't think it's I don't infinitesimal. Know. I don't know. Infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. Uh, okay, we're going to keep Google going. It. That's okay. <laughs> either way, uh, the odds that current recounts and lawsuits are going to change the amount of votes that are 
Infinitesimal. 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 Okay, Meaning I'll give you that. Extremely small. Yes. What a stupid word. That is Continue. how votes <clears throat> that get turned over and recounts typically go, just because of the nature of it. And states like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, they have what are called canvassing. So votes don't actually get, like, they don't get certified until they get reviewed by a municipality and then they get reviewed by a county and then they get reviewed by the state. So there's like multiple steps of making sure these things are all counted correctly. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the deal with the election. Um, yes. And for, for most people, uh, I mean, obviously there are two very divided sides, but some yeah. say it's over now. Some say it's far from over, but that's all we're going to say about it. Yeah. So I, it's I, over as far as I the guess, track radio is concerned. I guess my thing is I hope that moving forward, it's made it clear that the, the country is divided. I just hope that we can start to move forward as a country, as America, either right. way. And yeah. just start to, I mean, without getting political, I do agree with the line said by, I guess, <laughs> for some reason, whatever, Joe Biden, as an elect Joe Biden. Um, he said, you know, you're, the person you run against or the people on the other side of the aisle are not your enemy. You Got to stop treating each other like enemies. <clears throat> right. and, and obviously, you know, both sides are to blame. And I just think that I, I hope that as a country we can come together and start to, to realize that you can have disagreements with people on political issues. Now I understand that there are things that people don't think that they can look past and, and don't think that are valid to agree to disagree on, which is fine. Right. Right. So that's always going to be the case. And that always yeah. has been human, human decency and, and human rights and that sort of thing obviously are not, we agree to disagree. Everyone should, you know, but just political issues, general political issues, the ability Taxes, to just, yeah, like to that. just be able to agree to disagree that we have problems, we have different ways of looking at it, but that doesn't mean that we're enemies. It doesn't mean right. that we have to hate each other. It doesn't mean that we have to despise or not be friends or not be able to talk to each other. I know. I, I, I hope that we agree. are able to get back to, to some sort of sense of that. Agreed. <clears throat> That you won't even, you know, someone that wouldn't even talk to somebody because they vote a certain way. Yeah. I don't like that. And Nobody likes there's that. There's articles and stuff in the Wall Street Journal, like families that are broken apart, like family yeah. members that won't talk to each other anymore because of it and things like that. And it's just, I don't know. You should be able to check that kind of stuff and, and <clears throat> move forward as a country. Yes. Um, so very divided, but we'll move Something, on. Something, although... I guess maybe divided, but the coronavirus doesn't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. That's true. <laughs> it, you know what? The least uh, partial entity in the world right now is this disease because it doesn't care where you're from. It doesn't care who you are, what you look like, or how you identify politically. You will still mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I am... 
starting to get a little bit nervous about the next couple of months. Really? Honestly. A little bit. A Why? Little bit. Like that that is just at... going to get worse before it gets better? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a like, dark winter. A winter of illness. A winter of back to the worst we ever were as far as lockdown is concerned. As you far think as like, so? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because we are just now like this week. Yeah. Going like numbers are skyrocketing. Yeah, I was just having this conversation with my dad because some so they've changed some rules back in New Jersey where yeah, indoor dining it has to close at 10 p.m. and reopen can reopen at 5 a.m. things like that. Um, right. which we went back and forth on <clears throat> why we think that was the case. What does that do? I think it it mainly is for, you know, bars and things. You don't want a place of rowdy drunk people going past 10 o'clock and next thing you know you when people are drunk they're not um acting as responsibly as you'd want them to with regard right. to a pandemic exactly but i definitely think that there's like i don't know i just again i hope that we can come together as a country and understand that we have to kind of do this together because this is something yeah. that you have to do together if half the country does it one way and half the country doesn't it's not going to work. Defeats the purpose. Yeah. Of of trying to, and mainly the thing at this point, what lockdowns were for, they're not going to solve it. They're to keep hospitals from being overrun, and a hospital having to say, "Okay, we can take you. We can't take you. Sorry, good luck. We can't take you. Sorry, good luck. <laughs> Hope you like make that's, it. That's yeah. not what you expect to happen in America, <clears throat> in a country right. like that is developed and and that sort of thing. Right. And I mean. My question is, so, you know, people can argue, and it's just so funny that in this already, like before coronavirus, it was already divisive. Mm -hmm. And now you have this other issue that is coronavirus that people disagree on just as hard and just as staunchly as any other issue. Mm -hmm. You know, people that say we should lock down everything, do what Europe did, what Spain did, what other countries did yeah <clears throat> shut down everything two weeks will be better and then you have people saying that's not the answer uh well if you just look at far extremes it's one side says we should lock everything down shut everything down for two weeks the other extreme says the coronavirus well i mean if we want to actually talk about extremes the coronavirus isn't even real People are saying that, but we will, we'll discount that idea because I think it's clear to most people that it's real. Uh, people saying that it's not a big deal at all, which, you know, lots of different, you know, uh, articles and studies have come out about the death toll and how serious it is and, yeah. you know, this and that. But what I don't really understand is like, if it's so... And I don't know why I didn't like, maybe I thought of this and just didn't ask, or maybe we weren't thinking about it back then. But when it was first bad in New York, yeah. If it wasn't that bad, like if it, you know, oh, people get it and they don't even have symptoms. People uh, get it and they just can't taste or smell. People get it and they're totally mm -hmm. fine. People get it and they don't even know. Then why were, was like every hospital in New York City overrun with people? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's the same disease then as it is now. Yeah. 
And they were, there was no room in the hospitals and people didn't just go to the hospital because they had the sniffles. Mm-hmm. They went to the hospital because they thought they were going to die. Yeah. Is that like, why has that, has I haven't heard that argument from anybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, you know like what I mean? Am I missing like a, something? It's like, we've gone through a bit of a fatigue. Like we've just kind of forgotten about what it was like when it first started. I, I guess, but like, I, I clearly remember, I mean, at that point, I think everybody was like, holy shit. Yeah. I don't, it wasn't divisive at the beginning. I don't think. Yeah. Everyone was I like, think everyone oh, was fuck. kind of on the same page. Right. Am yeah. I just misremembering? And I, I mean, again, I think obviously both extremes are nonsense. Like you can't, I, I understand the argument that you can't shut everything down. People's livelihoods are on the line. Yeah. All of that. Obviously. I agree. Right. Right. And I also agree that I think there's a role to be played by the people and <clears throat> I mean whichever, you know, political or, you know, government interaction theory you have, the government does have a role to play in safety. I think ultra libertarian conservatives would even say that one of the only things the government should do is provide safety for the people to be able to live their lives freely and decide. Right. And then not, you know, the opposite of that would say, yeah, for sure the government should be involved. So. Right. So there hasn't been a government issued mandate for masks. No. In the U S right. And and, I mean, so the state of New Jersey has an issue, but they're not, they're not arresting people. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's just like a, Everyone should wear a mask, and you give this, you give a restaurant or a store or something, the ability to turn someone away, which I which agree with. Which they always have had. Yeah, it's the right of any business to not uh, serve anybody for any reason. Exactly. I mean, it can't be solely because of, you know, items the, that are outlined as discriminatory. Right. One of wearing those items is, is not, not wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. That exactly. counts. <laughs> yes. So. So, but on the horizon. In better news. Pfizer announced uh, that their experimental uh, vaccine was 90% effective in the most recent uh, trial. Do you? Do you know what that means exactly? Yeah, so 90% of people that received the vaccine were prevented from getting it because of the vaccine. The flu vaccine is about 40 to 60% effective. Really? So it's like extremely high effectiveness. So there is less, what that says to me is there's less uh, genetic variation in the coronavirus than in the flu? The one that we're concerned about, yeah, I think so. Oh, so there are multiple strains, but the one that we are... The COVID-19 is the the bad one. Coronavirus has been around forever. <clears throat> Different yeah. strains of it, but the COVID-19 <clears throat> strain is the, the bad one. Oh, okay. And okay. the flu, you never know which strain is going to take off. So they just kind of guess. Dude, communicable diseases are just kind of scary as fuck. Yeah, very... You know, they just exist. They're just there. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot that you can do. Yeah. It, I mean, the whole, this whole thing is just so insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. I mean, uh, 
I think it's it to look back on. It's going to be like wow, you know, we we lived through. I mean, even now, looking back on the way it was in March and April, like I didn't leave my house for a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Like we we got food delivered. And we were wiping it off in the driveway with Lysol wipes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, I don't know. It, it's just wild what, the way it was. And obviously, yeah. you learn more about it, and you learn more about transmission on surfaces and all this kind of stuff and wearing masks. I mean, at the beginning, they were saying don't wear masks, right? Yeah, they did say and that. I, I think part of it was because <laughs> they didn't want people buying masks and taking them from hospitals. Mm-hmm. And then there was a surplus, and then everyone should wear a mask. But I mean, I remember when they first said that people should wear masks and we bought them. And I was like, this is wild. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to go in public and wear a mask. It's so weird. Yeah. The and whole situation is just very weird. Now it's <clears> like, <throat> if I don't have my mask, it, you're like, you know what? Shit. I, f- I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. I just have a bunch of them now, so I never forget it. Yeah, me too. I have them all over the place. But you just think yeah. like, Phone, wallet, keys. Yeah, Phone, I know. wallet, keys, mask. It's bizarre. It's, it's, it's overwhelming to think about. You yeah. Know, am I ever going to be able to go to a, a public place and feel, you know, well, I guess if, the, when, if and when the vaccine comes out, I guess it'll be, will it be back to normal by then? They just say everyone get the vaccine and then we're good to go. It's still going to get people, but 90% effective is better than right now, which is zero. Yeah. Well, I think that it would probably be a, <clears throat> scheduled rollout where they would start with people in that work in hospitals, essential workers, people that are working in places that can't close. I'm an essential worker. Yeah. True. Kind of. Right. I'm required to go into work. Uh, okay. As opposed to working from home. Um, and then old people. Yep. And then I think, I mean, they've already said that the military would be involved with administering it like then they would mobilize mm-hmm. national guard units to just set up massive vaccine district where you just drive in and you can be get the shot giving, and go you can be given thousands and thousands of people these shots yeah so which is kind of awesome i look forward to that day i'm like pro vaccine <laughs> i think we've been through anti-vaxxing on this show before yeah. i don't know I am pro vaccine. And no, me if too. It means that we can get back to normal. Then I am all. Me too. Agree. And it's just you know what it's going to be is it's going to be every year. It's going to be the flu. did you get your flu vaccine? Did you get your coronavirus vaccine? Yep. Did you get your flu shot? Did you, I get. I mean, I I don't have a choice. I will be in the military, and they will be they will require me to get a coronavirus shot. Yeah. The same way that they require me to get a flu shot. Well, I have a feeling that there might be a thing where employers are going to be allowed to require it. Yeah, I believe it. You know, like I, I can't go back into the office until I get the shot, which is fair. I mean, I get it. I'd feel better if that was me and all of us had it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, I would feel, I'd feel way better. It'd feel like back to normal. Yeah. If I had the vaccine in my body right now, which I guess if you get it, it's then like that. Yeah. I guess the people that have had it by now are like, Oh, I'm like, I'm bulletproof now. It doesn't even matter. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder if you could carry it. Right? It's like, like Bono. If, so I already had it, but I was around someone that has it. Now I'm carrying it. And then I go near an old person. Are they going to get it? 
or no because oh. it didn't live in me. Well, that comes back point. to the to the asymptomatic uh, transmission. Yeah, like if asymptomatic transmissions are a thing, <clears throat> which I don't know. I thought they weren't, but then someone told me that they are. And I think that, they like, are. I don't even know what to, I don't even know. I don't know what to believe now. Is it I is the most recent thing that like you can spread it if you're asymptomatic? Right, but is it even statistically probable? I thought that was like the question. Oh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think there's like obvious parts to it. Like if you are <laughs> symptomatic, that means you're probably coughing. Right. And you're much more likely to spread. To put, get a cough droplet on someone. Than just speaking and breathing normally. The odds that, I mean, right. obviously like hanging in the air. If you're outside, I mean, you know. We, we talk about science a lot on this show. The odds that this particle is going to last in moving air. In sunlight. Right here in sunlight and get to me is probably much lower. The sun is very good at killing germs. Oh, yeah. Very sure. good. Sure. Sunlight, big. Let me just be the first to say, sunshine, very good. Very pro sunlight on this podcast. <laughs> um, but- All right. I yeah, think but we we'll move on. Vaccine, yeah. we'll keep you updated as it comes out. I'm sure you'll hear about it before you hear about it on the Shack Radio. But if you use us as your primary source of news, whoa, check yourself. Find a new source of news. That's my Disagree. Person. Hard disagree. We are a great source of news. What? We provide rational, impartial news to the I do people. agree. I think we provide pretty good, like, we non-biased coverage. Yeah, they, we tell them how it is. We t- we. We keep it to the facts. We keep it rational. We keep it reasonable. That's why That's why I think we get along so well as friends and why we get along with Agreed. lots of other people. We're very reasonable, Agreed. very yeah. rational, very logical. Yeah. We'll we covered the election. We covered coronavirus. Sure. Deva- divisive things. And I think we, I think anybody. And could, we are for unity. Yes. And we are for America. Yes. And we are for a uh, coming together. Pro-America. God bless America. Sure. God bless football. There was a lot of football that happened this weekend, and I it guess was. the weekend before. Um, I would like to say first that I am very upset because I was camping this past weekend, had no cell phone service, and I didn't watch nice, any college football. However, I am happy that I did miss one game in particular, and that Penn week. State is horrible. <laughs> there, so I. And what I should have, I didn't even want to. I watched a couple plays. I went, so we drove like up a mountain to get cell phone service right around halftime. So I went up and watched the last like five minutes of the first half, which obviously didn't look great. Horrible. And then I watched the first drive of Penn State in the second half. Okay. If you don't remember, Sean Clifford fumbled the football. Mm. and Maryland recovered it and ran it back for a touchdown. And I sure. said, back into the dark abyss that is no cell phone reception for me. Yeah. I don't want to watch a single other second of this football game. So I think when we talked about, because the last episode we did was before the first game against Indiana. Yes. We, we basically said, we don't know what they're going to be like because – there is so little indication of what this team is going to be like. 
so little. Indications were pointing in a bad direction, if we're being honest. I just yeah. don't think we wanted to feel – we didn't want to believe what we were thinking. Yes. I feel and like I, I was in denial about the possibility of Penn State being as bad as it is now. I, I don't think <clears> we could have <throat> assumed that we'd be this bad. You're right. In my worst nightmare, I don't think I would have thought that we would be 0-3. And, and lose right to now. Maryland. Yeah. I mean, we're going to lose to Rutgers, too, and just sweep the whole Ooh, thing, we, aren't we? We are, and what I said to you guys, we are going to be the laughing stock of the Big Ten this year, which makes me sad. No one wants that. Uh, it makes me sad, and like even in our worst days, from what we recall of being Penn State fans freshman year, we weren't this bad. No, we didn't no. lose. No, Maryland no. or Rutgers or Rutgers, which honestly, kind of happy for Indiana. They're they're showing out. Yeah, you know what. Horrible call. Ball's out of bounds. Oh, well, yeah. Also, once a ball once a ball that. hits the ground, even if it's inbounds, it's considered down. It's like your knee going down. Really? So, yes, the ball is considered part of you when you're carrying it. So, elbow, knee, ball, all down. You can't use the ball to... But that was a horse shit <laughs> call. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the real thing is... If they called it, if they called it down, and no good conversion on the field, they wouldn't have overturned it. Yeah, it, well, unbelievable that that's what it came down to. Honestly, that's the thing is like you can be upset about the call, but Penn State should have never ever let it get to that point. Agree. And I mean, there's just so much. But what really hurts about that <laughs> game, what really stings, is I can pick like. Five specific events of that game that if just one of them hadn't happened, Mm -hmm. I think we would have won the game. Yeah. Oh, for three on field goals? Yeah, it's bad. You never go to overtime if those are one. Two-point conversion? Yeah, bad. Two interceptions and a fumble lost? Yeah. So, I mean, one of those doesn't happen. One of them was on, like, the one-yard line. Yeah, no, I know. I'm aware. (sighs) What you're feeling now, I know I'm beating a dead horse on this one, but this is what it's like to be a Giants fan, right? So, we got our second win this weekend. We've only beaten the Washington Redskins or or Washington football team. Um, You played them a second time and won won against them again? Won both, yeah. So, we're two and seven both against Washington. Daniel Jones is 4-0 against Washington and 1-14 wow. against every other team. Oh, my God. Um, but. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? They play the Eagles this weekend, and the Eagles are leading the division. If the Giants win, they are a tie back from first place in the NFC East. That is, that is <laughs> highway <laughs> robbery. That, Unbelievable. The Giants could, like, we could have a real conversation right now about the Giants going to the playoffs. And I think the thing that hurts me the most about the Giants, that just, like, actually burns me to my core, is that you watch these games, and they show so much potential. You watch them play, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's a nice play. That's good defense. That's great coverage. That's a good run. That's great blocking. That's a good throw. That's a great catch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good kick. 
Yeah. And then they can never put the damn thing away. They can never put it away. So they did painful. against Washington. You're they right almost there. didn't. They picked the ball off with two minutes and something seconds left, and they couldn't get a first down. Washington oh, used all its timeouts. They had to punt it back. I'm like, oh, here Same we go. Same thing with the Steelers, dude. Same thing with the Steelers. Here we go. And then they threw a pick, and the, the Giants picked it off, and they won. The Steelers at least are undefeated. Yeah, 8-0 for the first time in franchise history. <laughs> and I watched most of the game this weekend. So we played the Cowboys, and it was it was not good. And what my dad uh-uh. said going into it is he was like, I'm nervous because Tomlin never gets them ready for what for the easy games. Like I'm look I look at our schedule and I'm like, these are all very winnable games. Mm-hmm. Especially against the Cowboys. Yeah. Who are two and two and seven as well, I think. Yeah. And I mean it was a close ass game. Yeah, it was. Crazy. It was so close. And I didn't watch I listened to the fourth quarter. I watched everything up until the fourth quarter and then listened to the fourth quarter driving back here to Virginia Beach. Okay. And, I mean, we somehow squeaked out a win. Hopefully we can look back at that game as like, uh, we should never have let it be that close. But what I will say is their backup quarterback, Gilbert, he was looking damn good. He was throwing some dimes. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, Is, Is Big Ben okay? He's all right. He's on the COVID inactive list, though. IR list, right? I saw that today. Uh, I, I did not know of that. <laughs> I think he tested positive and is on the IR list. I injured reserve for COVID. Don't like that. I wish that you didn't tell me that just now. Well, keep talking. I wish for that wasn't true. Um, but back to college football for a second. So we talked about the Penn State game. Obviously, I mean, this whole season, we could just throw the whole thing away. That's and the thing what, that sucks about um, – it's over. I mean, it's it, there's no there, there's college no, football. Yeah, it, I mean, I love college when football. Don't get will me wrong. We go to an eight team playoff. I gotta say it once every couple weeks. Please, please, somebody listening that has any sort of pulse anywhere, please make it an eight team college football playoff. Everybody wins. There is no downside at all. To find me a downside to having eight teams in the college football playoff. You, you can't. Everybody, the, the NCAA makes more money. More teams get to have a chance at the national championship. It's more competitive. Teams that get left out will be like, well, you know, we, weren't, we didn't make it to the top eight. You know, there's always next year. You can yeah. lose a game and your season isn't over unless it's against another top four team. Agreed. It, it, it makes so much sense. Every other... Nobody complains about the playoff situation except for college football. Yep. Everybody else. I love the idea. I love the teams would make so much sense. 16. Sure. That's a little too inclusive. That's fine. You don't want to make it drag on into February, but eight is so easy. That's fun to watch too. Two more weekends. Yeah. One more. I think. Yeah. It's only one more weekend. Yeah. Get rid of half of them in the first round. It's one yes. weekend, and those are those are four of the most televised games in college football history. Yep. So much money they would make an extra weekend. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Uh, Florida played Georgia, and Florida won. I was very happy to see that. I hate Georgia. God, what? I hate Georgia because they've all. I hate every team that's been 
unbelievably good for the last four years, which is Georgia. <laughs> I hate Alabama. I hate Clemson. I hate Georgia because they have been the three and Oklahoma, but they're bad, so I don't even care about them anymore. I hate those three teams, and I guess I hate Ohio State obvious for obvious reasons. But I mean, That's not just the past four years. That's just... I kind of feel bad for Ohio State because they're not going to get tested at all until – the what I, what I guess the Big Ten championship, but not even then. Who are they gonna? There's not another good play team. Wisconsin or Mich or yeah, Minnesota hasn't been playing that well. So I guess there's Wisconsin. not another good team in the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know. Indiana isn't gonna give them a fight at all. No, and they're the next best thing. So let me uh, throw you a little news. And Notre Dame beat Clemson. I loved that incredible loved that. game. Overtime, love it. I love rush the field. COVID Most everywhere. Watched. Game, wasn't there some crazy on stat? NBC in like uh, a decade or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the Steelers. The team placed Roethlisberger and three others on the reserve COVID nineteen list after they were deemed high risk close contacts with tight end Vance McDonald, who returned a positive test for the virus on Monday. "Quote: Those guys will be working remotely through the week and testing daily," Coach Tomlin said Tuesday afternoon. As long as their tests come back negative, we believe that all four guys have an opportunity to make available to us on Saturday. As high-risk contacts, Roethlisberger, offensive line Gerald Hawkins, running back Jalen Samuels, and linebacker Vince Williams must isolate for five days after their last contact with McDonald, and they cannot return to UPMC Rooney practice facility for at least uh, those five days. They are also allowed they are allowed to participate in team meetings virtually. Well, okay. All right. All well, right. at least you built up a nice lead of uh, eight and O. Oh. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could lose this game and still be in the lead for the division. You're right. Cause we have a, the next best team is the now six and one Ravens and <clears throat> or seven and seven. And, no, I think they had a buy. I think they're six and one. Um, so if we lose this week, then we're eight and one and, and the Ravens win, one. they're seven and one. We're still a game ahead. And we, if, even if they didn't have a bye week and the tiebreaker would go to us cause we beat the Ravens, mm-hmm. we're their loss. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling All right. good. All right. I think we've, we've, we've beaten the, the football horse. Well, yep. Yep. I think that. All right. A Another favorite. One. Uh, I'm adding it to the list. Beating a dead horse. What? Oh, yeah. Agreed. We'll get to that later. Yep. But uh, now we're going to move on to a fun section we like to call Shack Radio DVR. I'd like to learn how to beatbox. I think it'd be cool to be able to like beatbox really well. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know how people do. Are you naturally good at beatboxing, or does someone say to themselves, "I want to be a beatboxer," and they just start? I think it's a little bit of both. I think you they start beating the box. I I think you got to have like a little like ability to hold a hold a beat, a little rhythm. See, like I think I have all the necessary uh, pieces to be a beatboxer. I can enunciate. I have like I can a little a bit lot. of a, an ulcer inside of my mouth that makes it... <laughs> Ooh, canker sore? Uh-huh. Ooh, you know owie. when you touch it with your, with your tongue and it's like, ah! 
you ever get you ever get, i think we talked about this before you ever get those little bubbles in your mouth mm-hmm. you know like a little a tiny tiny little bubble and then if you bite it it's salty inside mm-hmm. yep yep don't know what those are check radio dvr check radio what DVR. are we watching what do we suggest what do we like you go first first, first and foremost i cannot recommend this show enough it is a show on Amazon Prime, included with Amazon Prime, which, I mean, if you don't have Amazon Prime at this point, what, what are you get doing? On the, especially not, in, get on the 2010s bandwagon. Seriously. It's 2020. You're late already. You're already late. It's not that expensive. Comes with so many perks. One of the main ones being Amazon Prime Video. And two-day free shipping. Two days prime shipping is incredible. You can get like furniture for free shipping. Do you know how much shipping costs for furniture on like an, under normal circumstances? It just is, it's as much as the furniture itself. There is no reason to go to a store anymore. Anyway. Agreed. Anyways, <clears throat> the show is called The Boys. Oh. Have you heard of it? I have not. Oh my God. It is so incredible. So it What's is it a uh, it is a world where superheroes exist. Okay. Okay. And it's lots of them. It's not like the Marvel universe where there's like six. You okay. know? There's a lot of superheroes. And it's if they were in the real world, how you would expect them to act. So they have egos, they're they're like mostly they misuse their power. Okay. They uh, just love all the fame and all the power that they have. And they are basically uncontrollable by anybody because nobody can, they have these incredible powers and nobody can kill them. They can't be beaten. Mm. So they're like, what what are you going to do to stop me from doing whatever I want to do? Government. If I can freaking cut you in half with my laser eyeballs. Sure. And then, so <clears throat> there's this group of superheroes that are the most famous ones and they're marketed like crazy. It goes into like, you know, uh, the creating of the movies. And that's one of the best things is like every episode starts with uh, like a commercial for one of the movies that the company would be releasing. Okay. And it's like this stupid ass, like cheesy, corny, like commercial or trailer for one of their movies. But so that's the world. And the first episode starts with this, this kid who works in a, in a video store, kind of like a, like a radio shack. Okay. And his girlfriend comes and meets him at the radio store and they step outside of the store and she's uh, standing just like barely in the street, like one step off the curb and he's on the curb and he's holding her hands. And then all of a sudden she explodes into like like red mist and you see that it was a superhero who has uh incredible running abilities just like runs at like a, literally like a thousand miles an hour ran right through her and uh-huh. blew blew her up and the kid is just holding her two hands in his hands and the rest of her body is completely disintegrated so it's like dark oh it's dark Okay. It's very dark. I thought it was a comedy. No, but it's funny. It's no, no. It's very funny. So basically, the boys are people who that kid is the main character, 
and he becomes like he becomes one of the boys, which the boys are a group of people that are <clears throat> against superheroes and trying to expose them, take them down, show okay. the world who they really are. Because according to the world, they're these perfect people, but in reality, they're terrible and they yeah. do all these horrible things. Okay. They have no repercussions for anything. Cool. So it is so good. And if you do, if you, I, if you're listening to this, if you give it one, one chance, one episode, you will love it. It's like hmm. the perfect mix of comedy and action and realistic that like you, it makes other superhero movies look stupid mm-hmm. because of how unrealistic they are. Hmm. Like this person with incredible abilities isn't going to be this great person. Yeah. You know? Cool. In, I'll have yeah, to watch. So. That's my first suggestion. My far, by far, my most important one. All right. Uh, so I am hopping over to Netflix. Okay. Obviously, we have a little bit different tastes normally. Yes, I like we do. things that are based somewhat in some sort of historical basis. Historical just on my fiction fact. Yeah. Yeah. So this show it's called Traitors, and okay. it is about. So it's like right after World War II ends the United States is spying on England, but they're not spying on England per se. They're spying because Russians and communists are infiltrating Britain, Great Britain and their government. Mm. And America is secretly spying on the Russians in the British government. Oh my goodness. And it's like super intense. It's actually the first couple episodes. It's like, I liked it. It's interesting. You follow along, blah, blah, blah. And the two episodes that I just watched were like uh, uh, jaw dropping. Yeah. Like the things that happen and what they're willing to do in this show is insane. Is it based in like fact? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's not real, but it's very good. Very entertaining. It, it's intense. Um, I mean, like at some points, pretty graphic. Yeah, murder. the boys is pretty graphic too. Murder, I'm sure you can hear. Yes. Um, so that's what I've been watching. Very good. Big fan. Yeah. Highly recommended. Um, okay. My second one is one that I haven't seen yet. Okay. But I intend on watching. And something you said earlier made me think of it or maybe it was when we were talking about the election or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've heard good things about this. And I think I know the premise. Maybe you know it a little bit better than me, but it's called The Social Dilemma. Ah. Maybe somebody in our our roommate group was talking about it or something. I've I've seen the promos, but I have not watched it myself. I've seen... I've seen some of the promos and I've heard a lot about it from other people. I've talked to several different people who all recommended it. And I guess it just talks about like the toxicity of social media. Yeah. And the problems that arise when uh, people misuse social media. I think Mm -hmm. it's a little bit to do with like the Facebook stuff. Okay. um, And that whole thing that we talked about before. Yeah. But it sounds very interesting and it goes along with something we've said on this podcast for a really long time. It's just that like social media has been so 
destructive. Like I have to imagine the div- the amount of uh, separation in our country from left and right and Trump and Biden or Trump and anybody else, that whole group is greatly to do with social media. I totally agree. Because I think people get in echo chambers for one yes. on social media. And it's so easy. I mean, uh, me and my dad do this all the time, but you see articles and you just read the headline. Most <clears> people <throat> are just reading a headline. Uh-huh. They are so misleading and so targeted and so vicious to get you to feel a specific kind of way. Yeah. Just no, to, I agree. It's just so and, – and there's so many people that are very easily convinced, easily manipulated on both sides from what they see to hate people. Yes. It's brainwashing is what yeah, it, it is. is. It is. It's, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's propaganda. It's yeah. exactly what everyone in America is like, oh, that's what they do in North Korea. You know, People are it's being happening. brainwashed there. It's happening here. It absolutely, I completely agree. Yep. And it's funny, you don't really hear either side of it, either side saying that. No. Because I think this should be a united front that this we is are a being bigger conspiracy theory. And it's extremely easy for Russia or China or uh, Iran or any of these co- countries to get onto Facebook and start posting fake stories and fake things and. Yeah, because all they have to do is convince groups of people mm-hmm. that this could be true, and it spreads like wildfire. Dude, they talk about that on the boys. That's the other cool thing is it's like brand new. Okay. So this the second it's the second season that just got released on in September, and okay. it's 2019, which it is kind of interesting. <clears throat> you hear some very obviously uh, purposeful ties to like this election Mm -hmm. and like Donald Trump in general. Like they even say like, they say uh, make, make America safe again. is like one of the Mm -hmm. things that the super, one of the bad superheroes says. Okay. So I was like, all right. I mean, clearly you're like, I didn't like the, the, the real world politics seeping in. Yeah. Like, cause that, that, I thought that was stupid, but you know, like it, keep it, Keep it separate. Yep. But I mean, maybe some other people would agree. And I guess, and a lot of people would say, that's funny. That's like, you know, I can see what they're doing there. Yeah. But so that was, eh. but I mean, they talk about, I mean, one of the, the, one of the main things is the superheroes are obsessed with their social media presence and how they are portrayed on, in the news and in, on social media. Hmm hashtags that i mean the you talk to the company that runs the superheroes that like is in charge of them and runs mm-hmm. what they do you t- you hear from like the marketing team almost every episode oh wow and like how they're specifically marketed the speeches that they have to say the, huh. how many their points of approval they talk about oh wow. what are my points right now and it's it's very very I'll have realistic. to watch that that sounds really good oh it's so cool you'll love it but uh, do you want to? Do you have a second one for DVR? Yes, second one, and then we should probably move on because we yes. are. Uh, so my second one, it's called Home Game. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's nice because it's not like a 
there's not episodes that you got to watch in order. Um, it's relaxing. It's interesting. It's kind of fun. So basically what they do is they feature like, um, and they go and they learn about sports that are really big in certain areas in the, in the world. So like they go to Mongolia for one and they like highlight this sport where you ride on the back of horses and you basically like throw a goat carcass into this pit in the middle of a field. Okay. And, but it's like crazy. These people, they're like super, um, they are, it's almost like you're born to do it and you're Mm -hmm. just really good at, it's a whole thing. Very interesting, but they do that with all different sports in all different countries. So I, I watched the one in Scotland. I watched the one in Mongolia and I started watching the one in Australia, maybe. So but it's each pretty cool. Episode is a different country, a different sport. Oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, they're just cool. like sports that you never knew about or, and they like go and they, you meet some of the athletes and how they prep for it right. and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's like one hour episodes, maybe forty minute episodes, and they're just like it's interesting, you know. It's like mini documentaries where you just like learn something. You're like, oh wow, never mm-hmm. heard of it, that kind of thing. That's the other thing with the boys; they're hour long episodes. There's only eight oh. episodes per season. Oh wow! So it feels like you're watching a very very long movie that's broken up into episodes. Okay, but. That other thing that I like about it is like they're an hour, it's an hour long episode and there are no commercials and it was created to have no commercials. Mm. It's like, you know how in like some TV shows there's like, even yeah. if you have the package that doesn't have commercials, there's the weird split, you know, where yep. it's obvious they insert the commercial here. You know, there's none yep. of that. It's just, it's literally an hour straight of good television. Cool. I have to watch that. Yeah. All right. We'll move quickly through this. Yes. Sadly, Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, uh, has passed away. He's been fighting pancreatic cancer for quite some time. I'm a big Jeopardy fan. Um, Fun fact, he started as the host of Jeopardy. Guess the year he started. It's 2020. So nineteen ninety-five. Try eleven years earlier than that. Eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-four. He was the host wow. of Jeopardy for thirty-six years. Holy hell! I mean, he's a he's a international icon. Yeah, he's like a household name, you know. Absolutely. So sad. And I think the cool thing about so Jeopardy sad. is, it's like. People are watching it to play the game. Yeah. And so it wasn't like he was this ultra star. He wasn't like this person that was. You're right. He wasn't like this giant personality, but he was, Mm -hmm. he was like America's grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. You watch him and he was just like a staple. Yeah. He was 80. And he was still filming. He stopped filming October 29th of this year. Like a week before he died. Yep. How insane is that? Crazy. So his last episode will air on 
Christmas Day, I think. Oh, it's really sad. Or or the day before Christmas or something like that. Ooh, I heard a uh, uh, little electronic sound for the first time, and I don't know how long. We don't like that. Okay. Oh, just stop. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, it's sad, but America will miss you. Just when we needed you most. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, in other news, recent election, Oregon decriminalized all hard drugs, including heroin, cocaine, um, meth, meth. Uh, so it's important to clarify they didn't. It's not legal. They did not legalize these drugs. You can't. There won't be stores selling heroin. Agreed. But instead of going, yes. instead of getting locked up and going to jail, you'll be issued a citation, pay a fine, and the idea is that the money collected for the fines will go towards expanding rehab opportunities. Just, I think, I think in theory, on paper, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and they had they had uh, uh, the last like some percentage of all the sales of. Uh, marijuana, I'm pretty sure, going towards this program oh, to really? like start developing it for the last since marijuana's been legal. Hmm. So basically, <clears throat> you get caught, you get pulled over, and you have heroin in the car. If you have a one use amount of heroin, uh, and you show no intent to distribute or anything like that, then you get a $100 fine. And you get enrolled in this program that is like a couple classes and stuff to uh, try and rehabilitate you instead of in most states where you get pulled over and you have a one use thing of heroin and you go to jail. Yeah. And then you get out and then you do it again. And yeah, again and again exactly. and again and again and again. And I mean, it's just obviously sad if you're to distributing like, and you're you're like dealing and that sort of thing. It just doesn't. Amount, it just doesn't go jail, feel but. like to me that jail does what jail is intended to do. One thousand percent. You know what I mean? Yes. So this this is a deep existential thing, right? Which but, we, don't, we don't have to get into, but no. But it, I, this is why I make the argument to say, right now we claim. The way the system is set up is that jail is rehabilitation, right? Right. Which I don't think it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. It doesn't provide what it's supposed to provide, which might be an argument to private prisons and that sort of thing. But beyond that, if you say, and we're going to all say that jail is a rehabilitation, you, you get, you commit a felony, you go you serve your five years and you get out. The thought is you served your time, right? You should be a normal citizen again. Yes, including being able to vote. <laughs> but people that have federal felonies commit federal crimes. Even if, it's, if it falls on that felony charge, you go to jail for three years, you serve your time, and then you're not allowed to vote. Forever? Forever. Yeah, that just doesn't seem right you to me. Would- so how can you say, yeah, you've you've been rehabilitated and you served your time and now you're allowed to be a regular citizen, but you never get to vote again. And you never are able to have a job again. Yeah. And there there's different scenarios where, you know, you have to pay the rest of your fines and then you can you get the right to vote again, but there are some people that are revoked of their right to And and my thing is, so people say, well, then a murderer should be allowed to vote. 
my argument is then no, then you don't vote. If you're in prison, if you're in right. prison for life, then you're not voting. Agreed. Yes. But if you get out and we say, yeah, you've been rehabilitated. You served your time. How can you take someone's, how can you take that right away from somebody? That's just not know. the way that the, the, the system was supposed to be. Yeah. And I mean, part of it does go down to the culture around it. You know, people you're uh, required to be notified, right? Of some, like a felon moving into your neighborhood or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not required, but you're often, but nobody. Sex offenders and things like that. Yeah. You don't, nobody wants to live. N- nobody wants a, a previous felon moving into their next door, their neighborhood, moving yeah. next door. But the way that the system's set up is it should be they've served their time and now they can be a normal citizen again. Exactly. Now, I mean, you look at statistics on is that true or not? Does that have to do with the the person that they are or does it have to do with what the system they're in? Is, yeah. So, and that's an argument for another day. I don't feel like getting into that right Neither now. Neither do I. But we'll end with- deep. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> Let us know what you think again in the uh, in the mailbox. And we're going to end on something quick and light. Yeah, light, breezy, easy. So we were thinking, what are some absurd <laughs> uh, phrases that we say in English? And if we were just if we just learned the English language and someone said it to us, we'd be like, "What the fuck are you? What the hell? Sorry, no effort. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. So. And we'll try to break them down and rationalize them on our own. We, we won't be able to. They don't make any sense. And this is a big one, though, because they come up all the time during the day. I'll be, I'll be talking, and then I'll say, say one of them and be like, that makes no sense. Yeah. That phrase doesn't make any sense. So if you have one, put it in the mailbox. <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay, I'll start us off. My first one to start off with is, by the way, Everyone knows what it means. If you speak English, you know what by the way means. By the way, I'm about to say something else. But if you separate those words. By the way. By the way. They have, if you pull them apart, they have no, they have no meaning that means anything like what you're talking about. That's one that like when you say it in your mind, when you say by the way, your mind automatically formulates like, also, or like, oh, don't forget. You know what I mean? Right. W- ones that make sense, that fit the English language. But the phrase, by that's the way, so interesting. makes no sense. If yeah, you that's just not even like English. a play on a concept. That's just... Yeah, it's not a metaphor. It's not a, I don't know what, I wanted to say personification, but that doesn't make any sense. I guess idiom is the right word there. Mm-hmm. It just is a phrase that you say that people know that you have to memorize at some point. I guess it's like math. You just got to, you got to memorize how to count. Yeah, I guess so. You got to memorize what by the way means. Mm. All right. What's your first one? Easy does it. Easy does it. I guess it kind of makes sense a little bit. I don't. Easy does it. It, it. It's scrambled up. Yeah. So it, you should I, say do it easy. Yes. Easy Not, does it. Like, oh, that'll do it. But easy is what you want. That'll do it. 
think you say easy does it. No, I think easy does it means, oh, now I'm confused. I, I say thought. easy does it as like you're backing up. Okay, what I picture is I'm backing up and I'm like backing into a into like a, a shed. It's like, oh, easy does it. Like go slow. Right, be careful. Yes. Do it easy, I guess, would make more sense. Yeah. I like I uh it's I guess a, I kind of see where it's coming from, but I don't know how we got there. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, it, just, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, moral of the story, if you were learning English as your second language, you would be very confused by that. For sure. As with many other phrases. Another one, including beat around the bush. Now, maybe this has some history that mm. I'm not aware of where people used to beat the the outsides of bushes with sticks or you beat i don't know you're like chasing a child around a bush if you're like oh i'm imagining physically beating with a with something you i don't mean, think you're actually beating the bush i think you're beating something around the bush but how but, do you get from the fact that someone's beating around the bush to that being not getting to the point yeah avoiding the point I have no idea. I'm sure there's some history there, but I don't feel like looking yeah, it up. Maybe I should ask. So I like speculating. Maybe We're our speculating. grandparents would know. That's the other thing. Is are the have these phrases? When did they begin? I don't know. You know, have they always been? They couldn't be. Well, there's some phrases that are like starting now, right? Yeah, the TikTok the kids are running that. What are they? What are they? What do these kids say these days? What do they say now? I don't know. I don't know. What do these kids say? Kids say the darndest things. All right. I'm going to go next. Okay. Butter me up. Butter me up. So that means to brown nose. Which makes sense. Shit on the nose. Just to cover that one. Yeah. Brown nosing is you, you put your nose in someone's, someone's bum hole. And but can poop, you imagine hearing like, nose. oh, don't butter me up. How do you – what is the most common way to use that? Like, oh, you got to butter him up. If you want to like get him. the job, you got to butter him up. Yeah. If you want him – if you want to make a sale, you got to butter them up. Right, right. It's right, like a turkey. Okay. A turkey before you put it in the oven. To take advantage of them? Butter me is up. Is that what it what it's saying? Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. Ben. No, no, no. Taking advantage of is not was not the proper the wording that I meant. I mean, like, well, I guess taking advantage of, but yeah, I guess I guess that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, it's like it it implies some sort of uh, lying or uh, like the truth would be enough. Dishonesty. So you gotta, yeah. No, I agree. Right. Like it just being straightforward yeah. wouldn't be enough. So you have to butter them up. Right. Yeah. I don't like that. I know okay. Weird one. Uh, mine is. This will be the uh, last one for each of us. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I have, Oh, let me pick, let me pick a good one. Um, I'll go with under the weather. Under the weather. 
you are un- feeling under the weather. Everyone knows that. Oh, that that's means a good one. Sick. You're feeling sick. Under the weather. But also, I bet. Okay, I'm going to speculate because we're just doing speculations. Yeah, I'm going to speculate that that goes back to like olden days when it was cold, and you yeah. get sick. Yeah, that was gonna. I was gonna so go there too. You're, there's like a spell. You're like under the spell of the weather. Oh, you have fallen under the weather. The weather's controlling you because it made you sick. Yeah, Which, you're under the weather. I mean, people still think that if you're in the cold, you will get sick. Mm-hmm. Come out from the cold, you're gonna get. You're gonna get a cold. I. This this is. <laughs> we don't need to get into this. This makes me angry. Honestly. Okay, but I do think that there's an argument to say like, I do, being out in the cold, is like you can shock your system, your respiratory system and stuff, if you're like indoors in the warmth and you go out and you just like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So what I'm thinking happens, why this started, is let's say yeah, under normal circumstances you're it's cold outside but you're staying in the warmth, and, uh. Maybe, maybe you have, uh, because I'm sure there's a lot of times that you get exposed to diseases like the cold, the common cold, or the flu, and it's or coronavirus you know, or coronavirus. It gets exposed to you, and you don't get it. Maybe, maybe not coronavirus. If you were exposed, let's imagine a scenario where I go out into the world, non-COVID, shake somebody's hand who has a cold touch my face i have the cold pathogens that's a whole nother thing pathogen germ okay virus all right what's the difference We're, i don't know rabbit hole rabbit no hole idea. and it's getting late i'm sorry and then i go home and i sit warm next to the fire all night maybe my body just kind of beats that cold that's in me without a without a question but maybe i go out into the cold and i'm sitting in the cold and i'm doing something outside playing a sport or something and being in the cold, my body isn't as prepared to fight that disease that I was just exposed to. So I get it instead mm. of just beating it without any symptoms. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I don't know. I do think the part of the reason that people say that is like severe shock of temperature, body temperature isn't good. So that's why like you shouldn't sit in a hot, that why you don't leave kids in a hot car. Right. But that wouldn't, wouldn't create it's not gonna make you sick the cold it's not gonna create illness right exactly you st- you still have to be exposed to it which is why i don't like when people say oh come out of the cold you're gonna get a cold mm. the, fair enough i i don't the cold isn't drifting through the wind the cold air i still have to get it from I, if i go out by myself in quarantine for two weeks and then i'm out in the woods in the cold guaranteed i will not get a cold i'm excited for winter i like winter uh, okay. I think COVID is going to have a failed day this winter because people don't really care anymore. So they're only going to do things indoors with other people. Well, I mean, typically it's just worse because I guess you're indoors. And I guess that maybe and you that close is, windows. Yeah. Close windows, less air circulation, and you just have germs that stay populated in the air. You spend less time outside. With fresh air. With fresh air. Yeah. Okay, the last one. Costs an arm and a leg. Costs an arm and a leg. Makes I mean, sense. Uh, so this is one, 
it makes complete sense, right? It's an exaggeration of how much something sure. costs. Okay. But yeah. this is just a, a testament to imagine if you just learned English and someone was like, oh, you can't buy that. It's cost an arm and a leg. What? An arm and a leg? <laughs> what? You, what do you... <laughs> Well, don't buy it. <laughs> don't get I'm not it. Selling my arm and my leg. I don't think it's worth it. No, that flat screen TV is just not worth two of your limbs. No, and that's all I've got. Yeah, me too. Sure, that was fun. Yeah, I think that was good. I all think right, that was a long one. Very long. Yeah, I need to go to bed. I need to be asleep. We're on the same same time zone now. That's good. Yeah, we so, like. Yeah, that. now we can be be more in sync. Yes, very good. All right. All right. All right. One, two, three, four.